Hello. You're a host here. I'm your co-host. And, and uh, well, uh, today on the segments, we're going to be interviewing a couple of people uh, about their bio sketches. And basically, uh, a bio sketch is uh, about somebody's life and like their turning point, per se. And uh, who are we interviewing first, Alex? Um, today, we'll be interviewing Kiera first. All right. Hello, my name is Kiera, and I'm going to do a, well, I did a bio sketch on a college student who is now transgender, so I'll tell them their story. Before they were transgender, they were born female, and they didn't think anything was wrong with them. They were just playing with dolls, dressing up as they were, and doing what any other average girl would do. Till one day at the age of 15, sophomore in high school, she decided, well, she decided that she was living her. She was living the longest life of her life, so she decided to change her gender into male. At first, she was worried what her parents would say, but they always told her that. They always told her that that she can make her own decisions and no one else can. So once she told her family and friends and boyfriend, they all accepted her equally, and now she's having having. Yeah. And now she's having a, well, now he is having a great life, and he is a college student in our school. All right. Uh, so, Kira, your segment was very interesting. Well, like, uh, I can't wait to hear the full story, because I thought it was, like, pretty interesting that she lived basically her whole life as a different gender than she wanted to be. <laughs> How, what do you think about her uh, segment? Well, I thought uh, it was really interesting, and I like how he now found, found his inner self, and that nobody can judge him or who he is. Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty cool. And next, we will be interviewing Alex. So, Alex, would you like to say your basket thing? Yes. Or? So, my mom uh, is uh, struggling with life in general because of her, my dad's and my, and her husband's. She got married, and then one of them unfortunately passed away. And then they were dating, and then they were engaged, and then my other dad passed away. And so she just needs help with a lot of things. And she struggles from PTSD and because she was a, a alcoholic and a drug addict before. And she is just upset that she had to go through that stuff. And so we have to help her through everything and anything. And I just really love her for who she is, and I hope that maybe one day we can find the right person. All right. All right. So, 
I really thought that uh, that was good because my theme, not theme, uh, bow sketch is basically uh, kind of the same. It's about my mom. But, yeah, what do you have to say here? I think that it's good to people to know about this because not everyone talks about this a lot mm -hmm. at all. Is like you barely hear it. And usually when people say it, they're making fun of it in some type of way. Oh, yeah. Uh, up next is my segment. So uh, basically, my segment is um, basically my mom. She was in a tough time. Uh, her mom struggled, so she struggled, and she was sent off, put into homes and stuff. But uh, basically, she just got her life back together. And uh, I'll go more into depth uh, when I do my full segment. So, I like how John talked about this. Because also, it's one of those things are, that are not talked about a lot these days. Well, never. And when they are, they joke about it. And they joke about it and they don't take it seriously. Alex, what do you think? Um, I think it was really good. And I just liked how you didn't have like too much detail and go super long but also how like you fit it into perfect amount oh yes uh now uh, Kara will be sharing her full segment Sophomore at the age of 15, Harrison decided that she wanted to change her gender into male. Into, into female to male. Everything was just your average little girl, playing with dolls, going outside, wearing in girl, girly clothes, and girly clothing. Ever, Everything's parents always told her that every dad, that everything can choose what she wants to be and no one else can. After some some Sometime everything felt like something was missing, but she couldn't figure it out. And after some time in high school, it was the fact that everyone wanted to change her gender into a boy. All this time, everything felt that she was living a lie for the long time. Everything soon told her parents, and they agreed with everything. So he told his parents and boyfriend, and they all agreed to support them through. Uh, through all of this, everything said it felt like he was living the living a life of a long time. He was happy about the choice. Now they're in art school and having a normal life. This turning point is important to me, and it's important, important to me because it shows me that even though someone might say it's wrong, it's important to do something on your own and, own and not and not do something that to make others happy. My family might see something as wrong while, while I see it as good, even though they might not like it one day, I'll tell them. So, Kira, I thought that was a really good turning point because not a lot of people like really come out and they just stay uncomfortable in their own body. But... Like you said, she's living a normal life, and I think that's just cool. So, uh, yeah. Up next, we have my segment.
basically my uh, bio sketch was about my mom. And my mom, she struggled a lot as a child because her mom was a drug addict and didn't want her really. But she just powered through it. And now, okay, let's just say this. My mom, uh, she started out as a child and she's didn't have a nice life. Did not because of my grandma, her mom. And she was put off into foster homes and... Then she moved house to house, like foster homes, uh, and she realized that her mom wasn't really going to come back. But, yeah. And then she went over to, uh, she went to the uh, uh, rental place and got a RV home for a hundred bu uh, bucks a month. And... Yeah, uh, that was one of her big turning points, realizing her mom wasn't going to come back, and she wanted to change her life. So that's what she did, really. And then she met my dad at the rental place when she wanted to get a better job. And uh, when she met my dad, that was a really important part in her life because, uh, because she, like, well, her life changed from a white picket fence life to... Uh, uh, from a bad place to a white picket fence life and she had a couple kids and uh, once I was born she really just wanted to stop working and uh, go to college so she went to online school for a good four years and uh, got a degree in uh, medical and now she's a heart doctor and she's just made good <laughs> she's uh, come from a real bad place to a like better Place, which is much better and she's still working to make her life better she's going to college for a little longer so she can make more and uh yeah well i like how you talked about that because people like moms or anyone from that situation would mostly like go to the same path i'm not saying that every parent or person does that it's just that it's common for people to go down that route and just give up on it. But seeing her just power through it, even at the worst time, even though you come from a bad class, either with drugs or you came from a bad country or state, you can change that. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you have to say, Alex? Um, so I think that. It's incredible that she could overcome a past like that, and that she could <clears throat> that she could like have that much confidence in herself to change the way she was back then. <clears throat> and I'm really proud of her. Yeah, uh, this I really just chose this because uh, I thought it was important. My mom uh, made that big choice in her life just to uh, change it. Anyway, up next we have Alex's segment. So, my mom is an incredible lady. She came from a past of drugs and alcohol and we had to live with my grandma for such a long time. 
And one time, we, she went out to go get milk one time. And I called her a couple days later. I'm like, Mom, did you come back? And she's like, no, I'm unfortunately uh, in a bad place right now. And I am trying to make it better. And that still breaks my heart to this day that she was like that. And she overcome, she overcame it. And she's a lot better now. <clears throat> and she celebrated six years clean and sober and not smoking in February. And I am really, really proud of her for what she has done. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's usually hard to come out of a past like that, uh, like you said, but uh, it's just sad that she had to go through all that uh, with the drugs and alcohol in her life. Yeah, I also agree with that she came from like a rough past and probably a rough start, and that most kids, when they know about this from their parents, they disrespect them in so many ways that it's so cruel. But seeing you not disrespect her, disrespect her is very good because most kids just disrespect their parents when they hear about that. Yeah, it's not right for people that come from a rough past have to be treated like they're not a human. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have a special guest here. Uh, she is our principal, actually. Her name is... Miss something. I don't know. I <laughs> we'll find Mrs. out. Stosis. Yeah, Mrs. Stosis. We actually weren't able to have Miss Stosic uh, here today, but we do have a recording of her uh, that we interviewed her earlier. Uh, and here it is. Three, two, one. Okay, so my turning point was when I was 27 years old. I was living in Nampa, Idaho, which is just outside of Boise. I was teaching 10th grade English, and I decided I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. And so I applied for this program called the language and cultural assistance program in Spain and I got accepted to go and teach in a bilingual school in an elementary and so I taught first and second graders how to speak English so we do things like what's your name what's your favorite color how many brothers and sisters have you got and so I spent my days just talking to kids and I traveled Europe and um, then um, in the midst of this I, I met this wonderful, handsome Italian man named Anton Giulio de Paolo in Spain. He was on vacation and we hit it off. He, he worked for Harley Davidson motorcycles. And so he was super impressed that I was an American and he wanted to stay in touch. And so kind of a romantic story. He didn't speak English and I didn't speak Italian. And so we communicated in Spanish. And then um, I decided to move to Italy and I took a job in a private language school. I thought like my life was set. I was ready to live in Italy for the rest of my life in this tiny one bedroom apartment and make very little money. And I was just gonna be totally happy. And then things went south with him. And so I decided to come back to the United States. And ever since I've been back, it's things have been really good. I you know, taught for a few years. I was an instructional coach and 
now I'm an assistant principal, and so that was my turning point. It made me realize that I really do want to be in public education in the United States because you guys are awesome. How long ago uh, were you in Italy? I lived there, let's see. I've been back in the United States. This is my fourth year back in the United States. Fifth year, fifth year back. So five years ago. I was there for two years. Wow. Well. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for listening and hope that you have a very wonderful day. And this is Oof News. Bye, sisters. Thank you.